Hey everyone! If you're just joining us, well, you're a little late because this is the last episode in the series. But it's never too late to catch up and all the episodes are available in the podcast feed. We've been delving into the world of the arts and culture, checking out some interesting projects and events around the country. This week's show is all about skating. We investigate the unusual combination of skating and classical music in Temple Bar and Joe from Recreate shows us how to personalise your own skateboard with a unique design. But first, we head to Cork where our reporter Jamie visits the skate park. Alright, well, what's your name? My name is Joe. Uh, how long have you skated, Joe? Uh, about eight years. Have you been skating long yourself? I've been skating around two months. Brilliant. How do you find it? It's the best. I skate every day. Yeah. So what drew you to skate and like, what made you want to skate? I think it's the expression, being able to express yourself through skating and the community is also really great. Yeah, all my friends skate and it's just good fun. Do you have any advice for like a new skater that's just starting? I'd say go to the skate park if you can because you'll meet lots of people your own age and who are into, into skating and it's just a lot of fun and it's a really nice uh, place to learn. How long have you skated, Katie? Um, about one year. Why did you want to start skating? Because it looks fun and there's a lot of tricks to it. What's your favourite trick? Um, a 540. What would you say to a new skater, like for advice? To it's fun and it's scary at the start and you've got to keep your balance but you'll get used to it. What's your name? Connor. How long have you been skating? Uh, I started skating I think when I was five. Why did you want to start skating? Because I realised that instead of going to walk and all my mind doing like doing a walk, you can just go to the Olympics. So I want to start skating because it was the coolest Olympic. What's your favourite trick? Uh, the kickflip because it goes around and you land. It's pretty cool. What tricks can you do? I can do, you know what you're talking on the skateboard? That's the only trick I can do. Alright, so what's your name? Uh, Ross Doyle. Do you have any sponsors? Uh, yeah, I skate for Primetime in Cork, uh, DC Shoes and Key Skateboards from Limerick. Did you ever skate in a competition and if you did, uh, what's it like to skate? Yeah, I've skated a couple of jams in Ireland like whenever they do them, but they're not on that often. Usually it's like once or twice a year. They used to have like the All-Irelands and there might be like another jam up in Dublin or whatever, but with the indoor park after closing down up in Wexford now, um, I'm not sure if there'll be one this year, but no, they were always good fun, man. It's nice that everybody, like Ireland's obviously a really small place and the skate scene is only growing now still, but um, it was nice that everybody could just like come together and skate together once a year. You just get to see all your friends from around the place. And obviously you'd be talking to everyone on Instagram all the time, so it's just good to like see actual faces and meet everyone in person. And uh, what, what type of clothes do you like to skate in? Oh... Um, I don't know, everyone's different. I prefer baggier clothes because it's just looser and more comfortable. I think it looks way cooler as well. But um, No, everyone's different, but uh, yeah, there's something loose that's going to be durable as well because when you're falling, you don't want to be ripping your clothes all the time either. So, What's first trick, in your opinion, do you think you should learn? 
Um, rather an ollie or a shove it. I think I learned ollies before I learned shove it's. Um, but either one of them is going to be good for like board control and just learning how to like maneuver your body in the right way. I suppose building up muscle memory and all. So I'm Jamie Creed, and what skating means to me is that uh, it's just something really fun, and that you shouldn't really take it too seriously, or else like that defeats the purpose of the sport. And like it's just something fun to do with all your friends, and like some people overlook it, like you. They just want money and stuff from skating and go pro. But like, you have to have fun skating if you want that. So yeah, just have fun and get out there and shred. Thanks, Jamie. It was great to hear a little about skating culture in Ireland and hopefully it may encourage some of you to take up skating. I've tried it once with one of my friends and I wasn't very good. And my favorite move was sitting on the skateboard and getting pushed down a hill. Unlike me, if you are a skater and looking to upgrade your board in a sustainable way, Joe's up next with some great design ideas. Hiya, it's me, Joe, and I work as a facilitator, which is kind of like a teacher. My goal is to support people's play and creativity through the arts, and I have always wanted to learn how to skateboard. But now I am older, I'm a little bit more of a scaredy cat. I'm particularly interested in the art and style that goes with the skateboarding community like the shoes they wear, the clothes they wear, and in particular, underneath the deck of the skateboard, what that says about the skater. After listening to the skateboarders being interviewed, I was particularly taken by what Joe, the skater, said. You can express yourself through skating. I was like, yes, expression can come in many forms. Have you ever looked at the underneath of a skateboard? The underneath of a deck is another way for the skater to be able to share their identity of who they are. Mazer, who is an artist from Ireland, has been using skateboards as a canvas. I started to investigate the art of the skateboard to see if I could find out a bit more. What I came across was a company called The Skate Room uses skateboards as a connector between art and social change. So basically what they do is they get famous people to put their art onto skateboards and then sell them for loads. And then the profit goes towards making skate parks and developing education programs all over the world. Why don't you put your artwork on the bottom of a skateboard? You'll need some paper and markers, pencil and pens and stuff like that for the designing of your skateboard and either an actual skateboard deck or some cardboard to cut out and make your own canvas in the shape of a skateboard. If you're using a real skateboard, maybe ask your parents. But there are a few things that you need to consider. For example, if you're using a real skateboard and you're doing all tricks and turns, the paint may chip off, so you might want to give it a little coat of varnish just to preserve your design. What do you think you'll design or create? What do you want your skateboard canvas to say about you? Where do you begin? Well, there's two ways in which I might approach this, but you may already have some great ideas. First of all, I might think of a theme, for example, a book or a character that you like or a game that you play or maybe nature's wonders like trees. I then doodle and sketch my ideas down. Give yourself lots of freedom to sketch and play here. Nothing is a mistake. And you can be taken on an interesting journey if you go with the flow and stay away from rubbing out anything. The second way I might approach something, if I'm having a day where the ideas are a bit stuck, I take a piece of paper, a couple of markers, I close my eyes, draw on the paper in one continuous line, sometimes to music, 
And then when I think I'm done, I open my eyes, I twist and turn the paper around to see if there is any specific shapes or images that pop out. Maybe a little bit like when you're lying on your back and spotting shapes and images in the clouds. I then colour in the image to make a picture. You might want to cut out the drawings and images to make a composition or in other words, figure out a design or layout. Once you're happy with your design, get started on the skateboard canvas. Why not get your friends and family to make one too and have a mini exhibition of art on wheels? Your parents can email in photographs of your designs to junior at rte.ie. Now, I have to go because it's time for me to perfect an ollie. Skateboarding has often been associated with rock music and more recently hip-hop. But would you ever put skating and classical music together? Hmm, not sure. That's a bit of an unusual combination. Well, let's check out what happened when our reporter, Art, headed to Temple Bar for a new kind of concert. Hi, I'm Art. I'm seven years old and today we're heading into Temple Bar to hear some classical music in a bit of a strange setting. We're in Meeting House Square and it's filled with people. In the centre there's a kind of a strange structure and sitting in front of it is my mum. She's one of the people performing and she plays the violin, but not in the way she normally does today. I'm Larissa O'Grady. We are in Meeting House Square and we've just finished a performance of Discord, a new world premiere of a piece for skateboard, violin, wooden structure and skateboarders. It started with me making a phone call to the sculptor Alex Pentec in Cork because I'd seen that he'd done really, really cool shapes and things um, with the dancer before. Hello, Alex. Can you build us a structure? And then we said, oh, let's get Sam Perkin in to write some music. And then he's an avid skateboardist, skateboarder, and he wanted to get the skateboard into the piece. My name's Sam Perkin. I'm the composer of this piece. So Larissa is the mastermind behind the project. The idea was to bring classical music out of the concert hall and, you know, onto the street and do performances with this kind of portable, origami-inspired concert stage that's also skatable because uh, I'm a skater as well and sometimes I try and blend the two together, music and, and skateboarding. The idea was that the, the structure could fold down and become this grind box for, for skaters to, to skate. I skate too, but I'm getting there. But I've never thought about combining my skateboard with my mum's violin. I mean, where would you even start? He wrote it on the computer program Logic and he wrote the music in that. Then he kind of really like researched the sounds of the skateboard and the wheels and the metal on the skateboard and the underneath of the skateboard and how those sounds could be imitated or what are the similarities between the violin and the skateboard sounds and then he also recorded sounds of skateboarding landing like on the ground or like landing on wood and he incorporated that into the recording itself so there was a recording coming out of the speakers that was pre-recorded and then there was the live sound of the skateboarder's violin and skateboard being hit with like a stone and I think he had a thimble as well the structure was making a sound it was almost like an instrument itself and it was delayed with the reverb which meant that it kind of sounded like a little bit whaley like ooh, a bit like that and learning to play the piano have you ever seen sheet music it can be pretty confusing when you start but imagine instead of just the musical notes being there you also had instructions for different parts of your violin or skateboard or ramp 
Well, I got to look at the music for this piece and I've never seen musical notation like it. Sam, on his musical notation, he's using a lot of the names of the different parts of the skateboard. So he's got grip tape, graphic, wheel, lower left, wheel, upper left, truck, right. And he has what hand he's going to play. So he's going to play the graphic on the left hand here. He's going to play the wheel on the right hand here. And then he has the rhythm underneath it. So he, here he's playing semi-quavers and here he's playing quavers on the different parts. And here he's playing the nose of the skateboard. So any skateboarder would know the different parts of the instrument. And then if they can read uh, quavers and semi-quavers, that means that they can play this piece too. In the piece there's skate sounds. It's almost like a prepared skateboard or something like that. It's close mic'd so you get to hear all the little details in the sound and knocks on the wood of the violin, like the wood of the skateboard and the wood from this wooden origami inspired structure as well. The piece gradually builds, builds and builds. The sound gets louder and louder and towards the end of the piece when the sculpture is fully lowered down there's skaters who come and skate the ledge. It's actually mic'd as well, the sculpture. So the skate sounds are like loud and there's like effects on the skate sounds. So you can hear skateboarding but amplified, which is kind of cool. So that's that was kind of the idea. As well as Sam playing a skateboard like an instrument, my mum had to play a violin differently too. Knocking on it, bowing it and plucking the strings behind the bridge. A way of playing called pits. Pits is pizzicato and that's using your right hand to pull the string with your finger to make it kind of bing, bing, bing. It's like what you'd hear like it more like on a guitar or something, you know? So it's not using the bow. During the performance, there were lots of adults gathered around to listen. And kids like me who were as interested in the skateboarding as the sound I was being made. And I think that was the point. So it's just great fun, really, you know. It's kind of like exploring different sounds. I suppose traditionally we think of music lessons that, you know, people are learning how to play a specific technique on a specific string to play a specific tune, like your first tune might be Twinkle Twinkle. But what if we just explored the instrument instead and made up our own songs and made up our own pieces and like as Sam is doing he's exploring the sounds of a skateboard and writing for it and composing for a skateboard that's probably never been done before and I think it's just a lot of fun you know to experiment with different sounds you know with classical music it can be maybe a focus on well-known composers which is great but at the same time you know there are a lot of interesting things happening today and like music is always changing and it's new and it's really important to, to share what people are doing you know nowadays as well so to strike the right balance it just feels really vibrant and less traditional it's almost like it's more experimental like anything can happen and you know you don't feel as nervous because you're not kind of coming in and there's not complete silence before you play there's there's still kind of ambient sounds there's people walking around and there's you know skateboard wheels going along the street and like kids talking and it's just more relaxed and lively. I'm not about to play the violin part, but I think during the next performance I'd happily be one of the skateboarders on this structure. Just hearing the skateboarders on it behind you kind of gave me a little bit of fright each time because they, like, they were behind me and I was kind of going, oh my God, are they going to, like, where are they going to end up, where are they going to land? But they were absolutely brilliant. It was just really exciting. It just made me very excited to hear that different sound that I'm not really used to playing with, you know? We can't go on as a society just kind of like, oh, skating is this annoying thing where, oh, it's annoying skaters, you know. We need to kind of evolve more as a society. There are a number of cities around Europe who are actually very much in touch personally with the skaters and talking about how to make city more skate-friendly. The same way you'd make it, you know, bike-friendly or whatever, or car-friendly or pedestrian-friendly, working with skateboarders to make cities for skateboarding. So maybe 
this could be a little step in that direction. Who knows? The power of art. <laughs> this is art skating off into the sunset. Bye. Thanks, Art. It was cool to see a skateboard used as an instrument and exploring different sounds in an experimental way. That was great. And if you know any other interesting arts and culture projects, we'd love to hear about them. So drop us a line at junior at rte.ie. We hope you've enjoyed the series so far. We might be a little island, but Ireland is bursting with so much creativity and talent. It's so fun to get out and support arts and culture projects and events but it's even more fun to get involved. So be sure to check out what's going on in your local community and start getting creative. We did it, Sebastian, our first series. Thanks to all of our young reporters and everyone we've featured this season. What do you reckon, Sebastian? Season two beckons? Six series in a movie. Cake was produced by the RTE Junior radio team with help from reporters across the country. Compiled by Aoife O'Neill and presented by us. Andrea and me, Sebastian.